when you first got to the league, who bust your ass? Like, gave you work where you was like, this is Ooh. the league. Reggie Miller. Oh. Ooh, you chasing them off them screens? Them Davis boys fucked me up. <laughs> they got me bad, dog. That's man. the worst type of dude as a young boy. Man, I was 18 years old. First, first of all, I played the whole preseason. I was down there starting, me and BD in New Orleans, cooking. I was averaging like 16, 17. Then I ain't played the first two and a half months. They had David Wesley, <laughs> George Lynch. Welcome to the league. league. Right. I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right, I'm cool. I'm about to, the season about to start. I'm about to get some bugs. About to be, about to be on. Then played the first two and a half months. I was over there miserable. They traded David Wesley like right before All-Star break or something. And the first game I had Reggie, though he went, he went for like 36, 37. Ooh. All trades, though. <laughs> and, all trades. And, and, and all running this way, slinging you oh, the yeah. way. Everything. And, 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 and I couldn't way. touch him. You know how it was. Yeah. He started he stopping there, he you. Got you. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm running into the Davis boy. They over there setting them big ass screens. I'm like, man, it was the quietest 30 piece I've ever got, dog. It was just, before you, before you can even get out there, you might as well just go the other way. That's doing. Yo, you tuned in to the Knuckleheads, Q Ridge D Miles. We chilling live on location, New York City, y'all. We came out to holler at my man, J.R. Smith. Yes, sir. Good luck, baby. This is Q Rich and D Miles and Knuckleheads. We culture pushers. That's when I knew I was like, I'm gonna be a rebel. This is Fact Finder right here. This is a story that people don't know. You can't call me soft and you can't disrespect where I'm from. I did deal with a lot of losers and that shit sucked. Now I gotta get crappy. We come from an authentic OG standpoint. But it's always good vibes. Yo, what are y'all doing here? I thought I was just coming over to watch the game and you guys got microphones set up in the backyard and. Okay. I like this. I like this. I like this. I like this. When I was in high school, I went to a school called Lincoln Senior High School. It had all the history and stuff. When I grew up, I seen that. My sophomore year, I only played three years of high school. But after that, my school closed down. Like, they went on strike for the first uh, two months of school. I played in a tournament with QNIM, and I was about to transfer. I was thinking about transferring to QNIM High School because I knew they was going to win state. They was deep. Our and whole national, AAU team. won the whole mythical national team. Our whole AAU team I heard was, about y'all was basically <laughs> like four of their players was basically our AAU team. And, you know, them boys were undefeated that year. So, you know, our school went on strike the first two months, and then I went to school, played my sophomore year, and then our school closed down. So I was thinking about going to Oak Hill. I was thinking about going to the school called Vashon. Q was graduating, so I, I, I Cut Whitney Young off my team because they whole squad graduated. I don't really know too many. I knew Najee. But I went to two high schools, two different high schools. I went to the, our rival high school, and then I came straight out of high school. So I want you to kind of elaborate on, like, how you went from this school to that school and then went well, straight went out of high school. Four high schools. With the four? Yeah. So my freshman year, I went to school with Dante Jones. My freshman year, Dante was uh, – no, Dante had just left. So I, my, my freshman year, it was like, I was supposed to be the next Dante, whatever, whatever. What school was that? It was uh, Steiner. Steiner. And I went to New Jersey. In New Jersey. Yeah. And uh, I ain't live in the school district. So they kicked me out, right, <laughs> like in the middle of the season. <laughs> it was somebody, somebody went to the, the school I was supposed to go to, filmed me getting in the car, going to, from my crib to the high school. Ah, haters. So they kicked me, they kicked me out because I ain't live in the school district. So then I went to a spot called McCorston in Trenton. It's like, it's a little Catholic school. Just because my pops didn't want me to go to the original school, I was supposed to go to Lakewood High School. So I went there, wasn't feeling it. Coach was on some BS, so I was like, man, I'm out of here. My sophomore year, I went to the high school I was supposed to go to Lakewood. for two years, Lakewood. I was doing my thing in football and basketball. But, you know, young kid, school like that. I wasn't going to class. I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. I was going to be ineligible. So I had to transfer and reclassify. Did you play football that this season? Yeah, I played so football. So you, you made you did enough to play football. Yeah, season, I had but. way more scholarships <laughs> in football than were basketball. Oh, I, okay. I could have went anywhere I wanted in football, but what position? Strong safety and wide receiver. Okay. My sophomore year, my cousin was the number one recruit in New Jersey for football. He went to Miami, played DN. And that's the year 2000, 2001, They won the national championship and all that. So I'm like, man. Football the way. I already know all the coaches who came through here. They came sat in the same living room. I'm living with my cousins at the time. 
So I'm same thing. I'm like, man, I already know everybody in Miami. I'm going to Miami to play football. I was like, all right, cool. So I talked to the football coach. I was like, yo, I love basketball, though. Can I play basketball? He's like, well, you know, college football interferes with the, you know, we play, we play for bowls. We play for national championships and bowls and stuff like that. So, you know, you ain't going to be really big. You're going to miss part of the basketball season. I was like, nah, but I could fly back and, you know, go back and forth for practice, whatever. It was like, nah. Deion Sanders, huh? Yeah, I was trying to be <laughs> Deion back then. So I was like, nah, that ain't going to happen. I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm cool. And then I went to, uh, so I went to transfer to St. Benedict's. Uh, Danny Hurley, a senior hall, Bobby Hurley's son yeah. and all that. He really gave me the structure and, you know, helped me out with my schoolwork so I could get where I needed to be. You know what I mean? He, if I didn't, there, if I didn't do what I needed to do in school, it wasn't no playing basketball. They right. wasn't even playing that. So I was yeah. like, all right, whatever. So I go there. That's how I got through that, I was always everybody MJ fan. We got we all MJ MJ. So Carolina was this next school, and then after the McDonald's game, I asked Carolina. I was like, you know, well, they telling me I could go pro now, but if y'all let me play football, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I I'll go. Yeah. It was like ah, Carolina. You know, you got to you, you start with us, and you got to do this, that, and the third. I was like. Yeah. Man, I'm gone. I ain't even, I ain't even messing around. So you really wanted to play football though in college Bad. too. You wanted, you wanted to, do to both. play both yeah, of them, like Bad. Julius Pe- Peppers and yeah. just others that came, Charlie yeah. Wood and all that stuff. Yeah, him and uh, him and Ronald Curry was the, was going to be the last players they did let play both. But then a kid named Jesse Holly from Jersey, he played wide receiver and point guard at Carolina. Yeah. And I knew him, so he was like a year or two before me. So I'm like, shoot, if Holly just did it, I definitely could do it. But Roy Williams, I just got there. He was like, nah, this is over Nah, this is over with. When I came out, I wasn't going to go unless I was I was lottery. Did they tell you you was lottery, or did you feel like you was lottery? Because I know you went 18. and. No. Then was it a slip or you was just like, I don't care as long as I get a first round? Because yeah. I was scared to go because I didn't want to slip. I seen Rashad Lewis slip. Right, right. And I kind of watched that draft and I yeah. seen the hurt in him and his family face that, that he crazy. went through. Yeah. And it was like, I was on, I stood on it like, man, I ain't, if y'all ain't telling me I'm the top 11, 12, right, right, right. <laughs> I'm not coming for nowhere. Sure. Nah, for me, it was like, I was never like a, a school kind of dude, man. Like, I never was like that dude to be in school, I was the dude to be at school. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yes. you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not in the books, I'm not running, I'm not sitting there studying for all of this and that. I'm running the hallways, chasing girls, pooping, whatever, Sounds doing like what me. I was doing. You know what I'm saying? So I was never, <laughs> so I was never that person, man. I go to, I went to my visits in college and they sitting here, sent me down with academic advisors and tell me, this is what you need and to do this and da da da. I was like, man. I'm just coming here to have fun and hoop. Like I ain't even trying to get no degree. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just trying to. This is like a, it's a pit stop for me. Yeah. Anyway. All this is surreal so, to me. Right. I'm living it day by day, but yeah. I'm seeing new stuff every right. day. That's how it's it was for me. Coming from Jersey, I'm, I'm a young kid of high school. Colleges want to do this and that for the family and all that. I'm like, man, I'm trying to get to the league. I could do this for myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could do this for everybody. We so, don't need y'all to do that. So was it for you? Just like. I know I'm gonna get picked, or it don't matter where I get picked. I'm just I'm going to the L. I ain't, I don't want to go to school. I yeah, really yeah, I'm going to the L. I ain't, it didn't really matter for me, honestly. Uh, obviously, everybody want to go a lottery, but for me, it's just like I, I want to get to the league because right. I know if I get to the league, I can set myself up to where I can put myself in positions to where everything else it didn't really matter. You know what I'm saying? Look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady was six round, 199th pick. Right. He was the greatest of all time. Right, he got six right. rings and everything. So I left the picks and stuff like that aside as a young age because I was already counted out anyway. They right. had so many people in front of me. And when I was making the McDonald's, I didn't know if, if I was going to be in the McDonald's game. They got this person, that person, that person. And I'm a 15-year vet, and these dudes, they touched the league two months right. total. You know what I'm saying? So I just let that go. I want to touch on when you got drafted. At 18, At like 18, me, by the, by, by the way, we were both. What did you, kids. what did you do? Like when you, like when you, when you heard your name called and you got picked. Were you at the draft? No, I was home. That's what I'm saying. Oh, That's what I'm saying. Like, what you do? Like you went yeah, out in the streets, y'all kicked, you go through the hood. Cause we got some stories that man, crazy. I was, was chilling at the crib. I had everybody over the crib, all my aunts, uncles, cousins. Cause I'm a real tight, I'm a real tight knit family. Like, I ain't really have a lot of 
outsiders growing yeah. up. You know, back in the day, you grew up with your cousins and you know, yeah. your brothers' yeah. cousins yeah. like that. That's y'all was your friends. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So everybody was at the crib. We was just chilling, and uh, when they called my name, I, everybody was going crazy. I'm just sitting there like damn near in shock. Like, was you damn. expecting to go that high? Because I know you said you didn't really know what was going to be what. So did you expect to be first? Man, what was your projection? I tell the story all the time. So I, my agent kept telling me, like, listen, man, I'm going to go number nine in Philly. I'm like, what? I'm going to Philly? All right, bet. It's as long as Ben, ben uh, Gordon don't go to Chicago at three, you're going to Philly. I'm like, all right, bet. I'm sitting here on edge the whole day. Please don't let Chicago draft this dude. Please don't let Chicago draft this dude. One, Dwight Howard. Two, Mecca Okafor. Show enough. Three, Ben Gore. I said, mother... <laughs> I was hot. Because I didn't even work out for New Orleans. It was, my agent was like, nah, you ain't working out for them. You're not going there. Da, da, da. I'm like, all right, cool. Whatever. Man, it was like, New Orleans called at like 13 or 14. Man, I, he ain't work out for us. We still going to pick him. Da, 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 da. I was like, damn. I didn't want to go to New Orleans at all. Man, mm. I got there and loved it, though. Oh, you, you just like us. We didn't work out for the Clippers, and they won 17 games before we got there. <laughs> we didn't want to go there at all. They was like the shame of the league, yeah. you know what I'm saying, for the last decade or so. Right. You know what I'm saying? But We got there and was in love. Yeah. yeah. Got there and was in yeah, love. Like, we turned it we around. Was like, we was like, what? We about to be in Hollywood. We thought we was about to be everything. Right. Yeah. Definitely, definitely true. When I came up, I always played with older cats, and it was a thing about the level. One thing I thought about, too, when I came out of high school was like, yeah, if I get to it, or even when I decided to go in like I'm here, I'm like, once I get to the level, I can adapt. I remember right. starting to play in the program, and all I was doing was playing defense and blocking shots. Then, as a year or so go by, I'm scoring, I'm dunking, I'm kind of, I didn't adapt it to the level, and that's how I kind of felt once I got to the league, I can adapt yeah. to the level. Like, yeah. that's the way you felt? You... Yeah, like when I first got there, they, they just wanted me to be somebody who run a lane, dunk, and just be in the corner, spot up anything I can handle the ball, do pick and rolls and stuff like that. Because obviously 18, nobody, everybody's like, man, he don't understand the game, da 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 You know, when we was coming out, we was these young fish in that big old pond. The other dudes was like, man, I'm not trying to help him. I'm not trying, yeah. to, I'm not trying to help him develop no his help. game because that's my spot. You know what I'm saying? No so help. It, it, was, it wasn't like how it is now. Everybody won't be all friendly. Like, oh, no, nah, I'm yeah. going to show you how to do this. Let's work out together. Yeah, let's work out together. This dude from this team, this dude from that team, let's work out together. You hit the summer time you hit somebody's phone you might it might change their number and everything yeah, so it's like all right cool or if don't you worry do about see it. somebody you playing against them yeah for it's sure. not like we, we playing together or working on moves together like nah we ain't gonna work out together but once they throw the ball five on five we're gonna play against yeah. each other and yeah. in a way for y'all especially y'all two being straight out of high school people was really looking at y'all like man are you a young boy trying to come get my job for like, sure yeah. you might get a blessing like you like an Al Harrington had AD you know what yeah. I'm saying take him under his wing on some OG yeah, he stuff stayed with like, him. yeah he stayed lived with him, right, but man. like most of the other people looking at him like, yeah, all right. Like, let him come ask me for some help. I got for some sure. advice oh, for I you. Oh, I got right? some advice for you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you ain't got to be on time. Don't worry about it. $5,000 fine, Mr. Bus, yeah. all that other stuff. They don't even think about that. Yeah, be laughing at it like it's funny. Yeah, like yeah, it's a joke. Like, yeah. wait a minute, dog. This is five racks, bro. What yeah. you talking about? I'm talking about nothing. Said he late for practice. They ain't yeah. like, man, y'all fellas, you got to get together. They yeah, giggling nah. and shit. They yeah. giggling so and how, shit. So, so how was that for you? Like, coming in, you, you fresh out, 18, you know what I'm saying, straight out of high school. You playing with Baron Davis. You living in New Orleans. And, you know, you 18, you grown, you got big boy money in your mind, just like <laughs> yeah. you, we think we the richest thing in the world when we sure. rookie. So it's like, you know, how how was that for you? Like, what was, what was your day-to-day like at 18? Like, you ain't got nothing to do but practice for about oh, two man. hours. What, you was on World Star all day and video games? <laughs> they didn't have World Star. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. World Star wasn't even cracking yet. It was, for me, it was like, all I did, I played video games and I'll go to BD House. I'd wake up in the morning, shoot over to practice because I was running late anyway. <laughs> For no reason, just coming in late, just doing whatever I seen. Because you eighteen do. and you yeah. ain't got you ain't got nobody that'll make you do nothing. Right, 
I was at every club. <laughs> I was down there. Hey, that's how, see, that's how we was in LA. We, we couldn't get in clubs, no, bro. Nowhere. We was at high school. Nowhere, we like, whatever the top high school game, we was at those games. Yeah, and we then like, we was at all the colleges. Yeah, we was we was doing a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. We didn't have no veterans <laughs> to go over their house and do all yeah, that. Yeah, that's what we did. L.O. was our vet. He was yeah, 19 yeah, like right. me. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We police our own. Right, right. We went on that. We was doing our thing. That's the hardest thing, though. We 18, 19 years old. And people know us So it's like You go to the club It's like Ain't no fake ID no, Nah you We know you Come on Come here No you're not getting in Stop coming over here Right yeah. Talk about like You still 19, 20 And then you get to play with AI It was crazy Because I was The youngest person on the team For like seven years <laughs> You know what I'm saying <laughs> Like for my first seven years I was the youngest dude on the team And then like Walking in And I got I got AI sitting this on this side. I got Melo sitting on this side. Kmart over there. Can be right there. Shout out like, OG yeah, yeah, uh, it was crazy because AI like I, I I'm from Jersey, so Jersey, Philly, New York. We all in that yeah. tri-state, whatever. And Same like, game. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like to see AI and knowing who, knowing the back stories of who he is as a player, as a mm. person, da 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 da, and then. Go in and see him. All I heard was, oh, you asshole, you bad teammate, he this, he that. He don't show for practice. He don't do this, he don't do that. And then I get there, he practicing every day, right. cooking. Cooking. Do we did he hang out? Yeah, he hung out, we kicked it and everything. Till then there the next day. Right. But that next day he practiced, he fried everybody. <laughs> ready. Was, ready at six foot, 160 pounds, <laughs> frying. <laughs> People don't understand that it's a, like that's a talent to be and able to got go cramps, out though. to be to be able to go out and party and what? still come in and give whoever the work the work. <laughs> not I'm talking about not y'all just seen somebody like, who could do it and be the be the win hard as anybody out. Got it in as good as anybody out and come man, in and straight get to the and money. Get yeah. to the money, dog. <laughs> it was, I promise you, it was, it was a couple of days I ain't see him miss, bro. And <laughs> and practice and everything like. We go out, we go to Miami or go wherever, LA, we kick it, I go out and everything. Next day, 45. Yo, <laughs> you yeah. was with me, right? Yeah, you was there, you was there, and you had 45 today? Hey, man. That's my special power. <laughs> right, that's what, that, that's what that's like, okay. I needed that to cook something. Tell so you one thing, thanks, because I ain't have it tonight. <laughs> For sure. Look, it was amazing, man, because he's a real dude, though. Like, he really gave me game on how to just treat people who talk bad about you, the media and all that stuff. Like, we all been in that situation mm-hmm. where the media trying to crush you and kill you and bring you down to the point to where you're like, man, I don't give a damn what they say about me. They, can't, they ain't going to change who I am. They don't know me. That's why they talking about me like that. They knew who I was yeah. and the stuff that I do that I don't put out there and through the social media because it wasn't as big then. But still, it's like, the hell with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that stuck with me still. I mean, he was that for us from the outside looking in. We tried to dress like him. Yeah. Baggy clothes, jewelry, you know, all of that stuff. Everybody wanted to be like AI sure. and, and, and be cool with the do-rags. I mean, that was, that was, the, that was, that was our generation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was like one of the biggest influences on that, you know, early 2000s. He had his soul. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. His Reebok answer commercials with Jada Kiss and all that. Like, crazy. Killer. Classic, like, he man. had it on lock. So it was like he was definitely who everybody was emulating and trying mm-hmm. to, you know, be like at that point. Especially if you came from that. From the hood, yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? I tried to grow my hair out many a times. It wasn't working, though. <laughs> yeah, he was always the yeah, braids. Dude. Sure. I, never, I never had to, you know. Yeah, I rocked the braids all the time and with all the designs and all that. Facts. 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 Headband gang and everything. That's it. CP3 was your rookie. Yeah. What's the rookie Chris Paul like? The rookie Chris Paul, a dog. It was he was a dog. It's crazy because I we rode we lived next door to each other. Well, he lived on next street over, but we used to walk back and forth to each other's house, and he used to drive me to practice every day. And it's different when you got 
people doing stuff for you, but you with them. Yeah. So it's like, damn, I got to go too, for real. Like, we go to get Krispy Kreme donuts. He got to get them, yeah. but I'm in the car with him. So we like, we both got to go get them. You know what I'm saying? Help him with his rookie dude. Yeah. I got to get up extra early because I want him to drive me. But. Right. I got to get up early. I want him to drive, but still, he. Well, keeping you on point. Right. He keeeping me on point. And he killing. Yeah. So it's like, right. you know what I'm saying? So it, it, was, it was crazy, though, because he's had that. Everybody know CP. He got that. He got that short man complex. And for him, ain't nothing he can't do. I don't care what it is. And yeah. that's the that's the type of people I like to be around because I don't want nobody to be like, man, I can't do that. Man, yeah. I want to be around you. You feel like you can't do it because I know I could do it. I don't care what it is. It was dope to see his growth in that process to be to what he is now, Hall of Famer for sure. Straight up. That's dope. He was in the dunk contest when Q. I was in it, yeah. Oh, y'all was, man, they had the whole Phoenix team in there, It was a Phoenix All-Star weekend. Stat came, shout out to Stat, he came in second in the dunk contest. We won everything else. Stevie won the skills competition, tricks and all of them, and Dan Marley done won the little whatever. Three three three, balls Yeah, that thing, and then I won a three. Josh. Yes, Josh won, Stat came in second. Yeah, y'all took that over. I was nervous though, man, because again, I'm this monster was on fire. That was my second year, so I got AI on the sideline. Uh, <laughs> All Star weekend J-O, is pumping. T-Mac, All Star weekend jumping. All the man, I got my money on him. I seen him do. I got AI over there saying, like, oh shit, I gotta finish this dunk for sure. I gotta win this jump. That's <laughs> pressure. You know what huh? That's it pressure. pressure, man. I'm 18, 19 years old. I'm like. Got AI over here talking about big bets. He's throwing yeah, big bets out there. KG over there throwing big I'm like, nah. Man, I thought this was just like supposed to be fun. Yeah, a lot of people, yeah, I was on that joint with the lot. monkey on my back. I'm like, oh man. Hey, you was one of the dudes that during the lockout you went to China. I know Wilson went, Kmart had went. You you when you guys ended up staying though. I know you Kmart and got, got Kmart made it K- off the Kmart island. Kmart got there, got, got out of there ASAP. Like, I called him like, he said, "Hey, bro, how you get out of here like that?" <laughs> I'm trying to get out of here. Like, like that's I t- Wilson can say kind of the same thing. That like once he dipped, he kind of they kind of put rules in so nobody else yeah. could dip because they was kind of salty. So For sure. like talk about that whole experience, just being in a whole another country. Hooping and you about to stay there for the whole year. It was messed up for me because the way they told me before we got out there, I was like, yeah, you know, you and Wilson gonna be out there together. So I'm like, what you mean together? But we on different teams. Like he in a different city. He's like, no, nah, it's like the Lakers and the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? Y'all in the same, y'all in the same city, but y'all just play for different teams. So I'm like, shit, that's cool. Like, all right. And they gave me the bread, so I'm like, all right, cool. I'm with that. I get out there. He like a three hour train ride away. I'm like, man. <laughs> three hours? Three how, hours. They, how does that compute like the same city? Right. So, but you know, they got that, that bullet train. So that's like oh. supposed to be like 90 minutes or something. I'm like, man, y'all, y'all got me on this one. Y'all got me. All right, cool. The bread was cool still, so I was straight. I get out there, see see where he at. I'm like, damn, dog, this is dope. It's like, like a. Like a real, real small New York, but it's a city. His you know city, what I'm saying? Right? Yeah. It's a city. Yeah, he said his city was kind of lit. They put me, dog, in like Camden. <laughs> I'll get out there. I'm getting out there. I'm looking around like, man, what's going on? He's like, yeah, this is the city. Da, da, da. I'm looking like, man, I'm out. I ain't staying. Uh-huh. I'm out. My sister tucked me off the cliff like four times. If it wasn't for her, I would have been gone. How long you stay out there? Four and a half months. Ooh. Long four months. This is the longest four and a half months of my How's life. How's the eating? Uh, man, we ate KFC every day. <laughs> you didn't Pop trust nothing chicken. else? No. The Colonel, huh? We went, to, we went to Beijing and Shanghai as much as we could. And we ate, like, Ruth Chris and stuff like that when they had that there. But still, it's like, you know, you get over there, you don't really, you don't really know. But it's like taking a leap of faith like anything else. I went to, they had team dinners and stuff. I go to the team dinner, they eating all kind of scorpions and all of this and oh, that. I'm like, man. Scorpions? All kinds of stuff, bro. Like, for real. And it's like, oh, no, this is a delicacy. I ain't got no lady over here. What you telling me that for? Like, you know, <laughs> what you got going on? But it was, it was crazy, bro. Like, the food and stuff, I'm like, man. 
It was good for hoop, though. I can say that because I got to actually develop my game, I say. Like my mid-range and stuff like that. I, I really got to handle the ball. Yeah. My majority of my career, up, up until I got to what, New York, I never really handled the ball like that. I was yeah. really playing like a point forward type situation. So it was like you went out there and worked on your game. Yeah. You came back with something new. For sure. Yeah. And that, I think that's, that was the best thing for me because I could actually play the game how I wanted to play. I didn't have to be out there like, all right, we're going to get the ball to Melo, AI, Chauncey, and then you get in where you fit in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Literally. Yeah, I used to be on teams, all the teams I played for, I used to feel like I can do way more, but it was like you do this. Right. And then I'm a team player. I don't never want to be a selfish player, so I didn't yeah. overdo it. Times where Cheeks used to come into the locker room and be like, man, you got more than what you get. We don't even need to call no plays for you to get 30. Right, right. I come out there and score 30. But I feel like if he ain't enforcing it, be like, yeah, get these moms the ball. It's like, man, I got to just play the right way because I don't want to disrupt an offense that's already right. equipped to go to somebody else. For sure. And then they label you as uncoachable and everything else around it. It's just, it's so much. People on the outside, like, the, who think they know basketball, yeah, of being, know trying to be in your shoes, you really don't know what's going on. I just can't stand the people who act like they never made mistakes. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the crazy part. Too too good. For yeah, like people said, oh man, he, he's making twenty million dollars. Well, what is he doing out of the bar? What? Yeah, well, <laughs> right. You can't you can't do no wrong. Can, yeah, like, right. like okay, but if I stay in, it's people that make more money than us that still go out to the bars and clubs and, and live their lives and do worse shit than we do. Factual. Yeah. You're a thirty-two year old man with kids. Like you can't go and have a drink. Right. <laughs> At what point am I not a normal person anymore? Why? Because I play in the NBA. Yeah, this is when it don't get fun. It feel like everybody against you. Probably when you was in New York, that's how I felt like when I was in Portland. It was like, man, the organizations feel like they set me up. It feel like everybody just against me. I feel like they following me around. Like, right. what I'm doing so wrong that I was just in another city and then nobody say nothing about this. Oh, <laughs> now I get to this city. It's like it's a whole other. That's how you know from team to team stuff is different. City yeah. to city stuff is different. For me, it happened within a year. <laughs> you go, I went from six man of the year to Henny God of the year. Henny God in a year. I remember, Not I, even, I remember a couple coming months. here, Henny bro. God. The Henny God. It was classic, bro. It's, I remember. It's, remember it's when crazy. I came here? Yeah. Like I was like. He never lived up to the hype. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm expecting him to be like just bouncing off the wall with the stories you have been hearing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I set out most of that year, so you know I'm paying attention to everything. I'm looking. I'm like, I'm I'm not really seeing it. Like, he was relatively quiet for the most part. I can remember back to Vegas. I can't remember. You might have been with New Orleans. You definitely was early in the league. And you know, you was you was going through the whole, you know, image thing or whatever. And I saw you in the elevator. We was in the team hotel, or whatever. And I seen him. I was lit. I don't know where I was coming from, where I was going. It was me and Rio. And I'm looking at him and he was like, Man, he like, you lit. I'm like, and you know, I don't, I'm just talking wild and he, he was like, he was like, damn dog, if I was out here like this, they'd have me on TV right now. <laughs> and I was like, and I was just looking at him like, that's funny though, like, cause it's like it's to me, it'd be kind of just circumstantial, like yeah. who gets labeled, who gets what. Because we both, we all know, we've had teammates that have done things that's been 20 times crazier than anything for we sure. ever thought about doing. And for whatever reason, the guy was with him. He never got caught. He never got, got in trouble. He never got, <laughs> never got caught. And you looking at him like, how you get away God, with that? Right. Can't even do nothing but this. Like, how you gonna let me get caught up? But he was just doing this. Under the sun. He walked in the team hotel. Don't see nobody. <laughs> nobody in the lobby. Nobody at the front desk. No nothing. And I walk in there. Somebody wife in there. The GM sitting there. The head coach and the assistants. They have a team meeting. <laughs> Four people at the front desk. I gotta get a key. I'm like, man. Right. All what is like, it? Be sometimes, like sometimes it fits. Like this guy is just like, okay, you can't. He can't get out of his own. Way. But right. sometimes it really just be like that, and it, it be, really like, be like that. Dog. Damn, it's like crazy. how does that keep I'm happening? Like, what I'm doing, like what I'm doing, so wrong, yeah. bro. No lie, this is the third glass of Henny I've ever had, bro. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Shout out to no, Henny. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Shout out to Hennessy. But I take the I take the name. I appreciate it. <laughs> Keep pushing it. That might be more funny than anything. Seriously. He known to be the Henny. I'm the Henny guy. This is like my third class. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll take it. 
to be called a champion every time somebody mentioned your name. Like I remember when I was looking at you and just the emotion on your face, we was proud and happy that you got that, but they just don't understand the struggle that everybody had to go through and the ups and downs and the the ways we bumped our heads and learned what we needed to learn to Mm -hmm. get to this point. I know you was happy. I just want you, since you didn't had it now, you can sit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, he, but no, he can look back on it now and he maturing and he can sit there because yeah. people don't understand it in the moment. They think you just wilding. Right, right, like, right. Oh, he wild, he, he, he this and that. But you don't understand what the sacrifice, right. what what we go through, like what, what everything you went through to get into that moment. Mm-hmm. Now that you look back, explain that, like that moment of how they make you feel to be called champion, J.R. Man, that's the ultimate goal. You know what I'm saying? When you... I was just saying, team player, and you're the ultimate team player. The sacrifice that you got to make to be that person, to be that player, to get to that level, knowing you got so much more in your bag to give or whatever, to harness that energy to for the better sake of the team, and then be a champion after that is like the it's probably one of the hardest things I've I've ever had to do because I'm coming from a six man of the year, helping the Knicks get to the playoffs and doing all this stuff that we haven't done in the, in so long to taking that, again, taking that backseat road. We got Kyrie, Kev, Braun, obviously. It's just, it was hard from a sense of, I got so much more, more to give to this team, yeah. you know? And then, you know, like, you know what? The hell with that. We got him, we got him, we got him. I'm going to just lock in on defending and shooting, lock in defending and shooting. Everything else, take care of yourself. And then to actually be able to, to win that, it was like, like, damn, like, if I could, sometimes if I just listen, I could do so much. <laughs> you know what I'm like, you history now, like, you know, not like a Lakers history where it's like they got a million other championships. Like, you are history in Cleveland. That was like the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like Africa, bread. Right, right. For them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Bread. Broke this whole, all of the losing, all of the sports across the board and all of that stuff. People win championships and they alone for the ride. Like, you was a real part of that. Like you said, when we saw you doing the celebrate, I was just sitting there laughing, cracking up, but definitely super happy for you. Like, man, my dude, I, I can't even imagine how it feel just knowing, you know what I'm saying, did that make it everything worth it? Like, at that point, like, it's like, can't nobody say nothing to me. Yeah, for <laughs> Like, can't sure. nobody say nothing. It don't matter what nobody say to me. You know what's crazy, man? That was the first thing I thought. When I, when I seen the buzzer, I looked up, I seen the buzzer hit zero. First thing I thought about, man, my dad happy as hell right now. I know he, <laughs> I know he going crazy. Right. And we always, you know, growing up, we always talked about it. Second thing I thought, I was like, man, I cannot wait to get back to New York because they can't say shit to me. <laughs> but I, I was a throw-in. I feel you. I yeah. know. I was a throw-in, and I was a starter, four-year starter on a team that went to the finals four years in a row. We yeah. won the chip, coming back from 3-1, three, three, the hardest ever yeah. in the, what? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. So they traded me and Shump to Cleveland? Like, what they doing? I said, don't they, don't they got Kyrie, Kev, and Brian? He's like, yeah. I'm like, he's like, don't worry about it. They said, you the throw-in of the deal. I said, I'm the throw-in? <laughs> I said, you know what? All right, cool. Like, me and Melo, we've been together from right, New York right. to Denver. We've yeah. been together. When I see him, it's like seeing me at the point. At that point, we go everywhere together. Everything else, I'm like, like damn, six, seven years. Yeah, so I'm like, damn, like. So I look over. I look. I look. I'm looking for Melo. I can't find Melo nowhere. I'm like, damn, where the hell is Melo at? So Melo in the little side room, going off on the phone, talking to the GM. <laughs> He's like, man, why would you trade? Going off. I'm like, damn. So I sat there to rap one for a minute. Look, bro, our relationship ain't gonna change. Obviously, I mean, but eventually this day was gonna come sooner or later. It just so happened to come, fortunately, later because we've been together seven, eight years, whatever. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it was tough, but I'll tell you one thing I got on that plane, I ain't look back. I put so much pressure on myself to make sure the next time I came back to New York, they was gonna hate themselves for it. I wish I wish a Nick fan would say something to me right now in these, in these DMs or, or <laughs> in the comments. Or so, I'm waiting for anybody to say something, say anything. What? <laughs> so, so with that being said, what was the biggest thing you did? Like, what? Like, after did you go buy something? Did you go 
celebrate crazy with your fam, oh, with man. your brother. I know you got a playoff, like, a playoff bonus. Like, what did you, what was the, what was the, the first summer. thing you did? I have, I have <laughs> an <laughs> idea because <laughs> I follow you on social like, media. Here you go. Know you there you go. Oh, yeah. it's me right here. Oh, man. <laughs> For sure. So, so what was <laughs> the first thing? Like, what was it like? Oh, no, nah, I'm a champ. I, a champ got to have this. So what, what did you do that was like... Outrageous. I, I, like I that, mean, I, I earned this. I, I deserve this. Like, I just did something that ain't, you know, I did something no. pretty big. So I, I'm going I'm to just do this for myself one time. I'm going to just treat myself one time. What did you do? Damn. I don't know, man. I, for me, it's always like for being turned away from so many different spots and stuff like that, I just went everywhere. <laughs> and nobody could tell me nothing. For real. I went everywhere. I had no shirt. I went to the, I went to the Browns game. The, I went to the Browns game. That. I had no, no tickets. Sir. I saw. <laughs> he just walked up I in there. I walked in there. It was like, oh, man, JR. I remember Shirley and JR was a thing Duh. for a time period after I went the finals. To, the Indians was rocking. I went to the Indians <laughs> game. I went to Ohio State football game. I was going everywhere, That's bro, how you with know. no tickets, no it, nothing. The best part that I like to hear, though, he stayed in Cleveland. Yeah. You feel me? I'm not even going. I got to soak this up a little bit. Like, normally, like, who would just stay in Cleveland? Right, right, but like, no, nah, I got to stay man, here so yeah. I could. You heard him; he ain't had tickets for nothing. nothing. He was going everywhere. <laughs> I got so much love in Cleveland, bro. You, I'd have thought I was born and raised there and won twenty championships, bro. It's just that where we come from, how hard we, how hard you had to work to get there. It's like every person is going through that. It's not yeah. like L.A. where everybody is already something. Oh, I'm this. Right, I do yeah. this. I do well, that. I do that. No, I'm trying to get to this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, it, and that's how it is out there. It's like so blue collar. Like everybody's understands that they're a work in progress, whether it be a personal level or getting a job or trying to do this or trying to do that. Everybody understands that and everybody it's pretty much in that same grind. In yeah, that West. same grind. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, it felt like y'all all did it together. Yeah, 100%. I won, I won 17 out of 82 in Cleveland the year before the prize. Did you hear that? Did you just hear that? 17 out of 82. You know what was going Not, on in Cleveland? I lost that many. That he mother, only won. That mother was like a you know, ghost town. I'm yeah, telling you, he didn't see nothing. Dog, the year before, the, my first year, we won 18. Yeah. But I, the world. but I, I, I love Cleveland though, cause it remind me of East St. Louis. It remind me of the crib. It's just southern, like you can get that soul food. Mm-hmm. The people was cool. People, people don't know it's like real, real rich people in Cleveland. Yeah. Like oh, for the sure. real kind of rich. Real people rich. In they Cleveland. got that wealthy. Like, I always enjoyed Cleveland though, even though we was getting kicked. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause <laughs> we were trying to get king, but, yeah. but we, you know it. Was, we definitely, they definitely show love. Hey, you being one of the dudes that's, I don't know what you would call it, like, well, I guess the young people call it, like, hype beasts and all that. Like, you one of the dudes, I know this because my, my, my because my 14-year-old Caleb, he knows all. So he like, yo, like, J.R. Smith adds everything supreme. I want to talk to you about that, being, like, one of the dudes that, like, the supreme or the brands or, like, yeah. you know, the, the, the trendy brands that everybody trying to get into. You already plugged in. You like you and OBJ, like y'all got all the exclusive and all of this stuff. And it's like, like how did you get into that? And like, how do you like, I know you like one of the, you know, you just came from, where did you just come from before you came here? <laughs> the Ralph Lauren. Uh, Your boy was at the Ralph Lauren uh, show. So he's the, he's, he, he pushed the, the culture, baby. Yeah, he, he, pushed the, the he won the fashion, fashion <laughs> icons. How do you get hooked up? With all the people, I know that a big part of that is you. You played here and in yeah. New York. That's a huge part of it, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, when I played here, I made so many good, you know, relationships with people who. Just me being who I am, I never really look down on people, or I gotta look up and oh, I'm going for this type, I'm going for that type, I'm going for that. For that. Like so many people who was building brands and doing what they was doing when they was when you know when they was at the bottom, I was just rocking with it because it was you know I mean cool people and they made clothes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So for me, when I was a kid, I would wear the same green pair of sweatpants. I remember. It, for like a week, and people go to school, make fun of me, and do all this other stuff. So I was like, "Yo, when, when I get older and I get my situation, I'm gonna have everything. I'm gonna have these, I'm swag gonna have on a swag thousand trillion, crazy <laughs> for sure." And I, I just kept that with me. Now, you know, it's probably to too much at this at Now, this you keeping your word now. You keeping your word. <laughs> yeah, but the, the only bad part is Ooh, you go to stock, go to st- sale now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's a bad thing too because I got a I got a problem now. Like I get this say I get this jacket, right? And they got it in green, gold, and I'm getting all, give me all of those. You know what I'm saying? And my wife be like, babe, 
You only gonna wear one of them. You ain't got to da da da. So. So you got but, more stuff than your wife. Yeah. Oh, that's mm. bad. Damn. Yeah, I'm a. I'm I can't holic. say that. That's I got. Bad, I got a problem for well, you real. Pushing the culture, man. But you got. But you so trying, man. How to word, man? And you got. How to word? And you got your own store too, though, right? With your pops, them, right? Yeah, team switch. Like, how did you get? That was. I remember when you you announced that. That was dope. How did you? That was something that you said. I think I remember reading an article about that. You always wanted to have like a shoe store, right? Yeah, that was like ever since I was a kid. Like I said, I was wanted the Jordans and all of this stuff, and. Once I got to the, you know, we was in high school, you get playing on, depending on what circuits you was playing on, for me it was Adidas. So I was getting all the T-Macs and uh, Kobe's, Crazy 8s. I had like 250 pairs of shoes in high school. And mm-hmm. When I got to like a junior to a senior, I was getting everything. Right. So I was like, damn, like, start, I'm going to start selling it. My brother would start selling the stuff. And then it was like, yo, we got to come up. We got we to get a sneaker store. And then my brother was telling my pops that in 02. And after that, my pops was stuck with it. And the land that my grandparents used to live on, my pops ended up building a sneaker store on that property. So mm. it was dope because it was a way for me to big up my family without them coming to me for money. So they could yeah, work for them. Yeah, 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 investing in them. So it was like I can put them in situations to where they ain't got to, they, they still feel like they working. They don't got to feel like they begging. Yeah. They ain't got to feel like they doing this or that. And they could just, you know what I mean, work for their own, yeah, work for yeah. themselves. And we all own a piece of it. It's not yeah, like it's just me. They, you know it ain't like they ask you for money. They getting a the paycheck. They working yeah, for it. They yeah. know they earn it. For sure. Now that's dope. Let me, let me ask you this. One of my favorite cards that I put together was a uh, 63 Pontiac Granville drop top on 30s. This was before 30s <laughs> was even. 30s. Even came out like Yo. that. They used to spin it like a fan. Oh, the uh, spin around. He was sitting. Thirty. I'm talking. And I had that, that that big truck kit where it, it was lifted up extra mm-hmm. high, where you can just walk up under it. I seen something that I don't know if it's true that you own it, but man, I sure wanted it. <laughs> what? I think it was a a bank. Oh, the armor, armor truck. Tr- armor truck. The armor truck there. It wasn't mine. It was never mine. My man had owned it. My oh, man had owned it. I thought it that joint was so dope. I was like, "Oh, that boy, that's just that dope." Was like, <laughs> that was the joint that you see in like the Dupont Registry. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. How never for had, sure. But you see dope, it. I was like, "Oh, they get the shooting out the side, the club, oh, and you just hop in." Yeah, you good. Oh, sure. <laughs> I said, "He really went and bought the Dupont Registry Yo, tank." It was crazy because my man was talking about it, right? So me and my man was talking about the um, we took one of the books. Uh, I think the, the Knicks had the joint. They used to always uh, have them in the locker yeah, room. Yeah, <laughs> locker room. So I, I was taking the joint back to the crib one day. I'm chilling, sitting there chilling, looking. I'm like, yo, damn, that joint is dope. It was like, it's like, yo, it's crazy because I was just thinking about getting one. And like a week <laughs> later, he pulled up downtown meatpacking district with it. I'm like, yo, man, let me get in that joint. <laughs> uh, I think somebody took a picture when social media just started getting crazy. And then uh, they posted and everybody said it was mine. But it was my man's joint. That joint was dope, though. Yeah, that, it looked hard. I thought it was yours. I was like, man, I want one. That joint's right dope, there. bro. But I heard you got an exclusive car collection, man. You like cars. Yeah. I'm a car lover, man. And- What's, what's, what's like your favorite girl that you like? Mm. Who's your favorite lady? My favorite lady, I still got her. That's my championship card. That's, you know what, that's, the, that's what I bought on my check, F12. Mm. F12 Ferrari. Ooh. That boy got that Mike Lowry. Yeah, <laughs> red junk, gold rims. Got the, ooh, red screws on that thing. Mm. Uh. That's my lady right there. My wife See how he's reminiscing. Mm, like if his girl was here, she, his wife uh, would be jealous wife, the way he talking about the car. She, she do, man. She be getting jealous. Cause I tell her that's my mistress right there. <laughs> yeah. She be like, where you going? I'm like, man, I'm just going out with the fellas. You taking your mistress with you? You know it. <laughs> Crank that joint up. She's like, <laughs> yeah, that's my baby right there, though. In your opinion, when you play with a whole bunch of dope dudes, his teammates, like, summertime, practice, whatever, like, who you think the best dude you could say you beat in a, in a one-on-one, whether it was after practice, whether it was before, whether it was in the summer at workouts or whatever? Who, like, the dopest dude? Uh, see, I, I play against everybody, and I don't lose one-on-one. I can't, I don't <laughs> you lose You take it more serious than yeah, everybody. For sure. Cause they be, they be over there. Well, name some of them then. Shoot, Melo. I never played AI one on one. That's the only thing. I, that's one one of my biggest regrets. I never got a chance to really play him one on one. But I beat Melo one on one. Chauncey. 
I used to beat CP because he was just too small. He used to be mad as hell. <laughs> BD? Nah, BD. BD is the one person I didn't get. That that offbeat dribble shit he got, man. He got that diddy bop, bro. This is right here. That, yeah. Oh, this is right yeah. here. That, like, y'all catch me pull every my time, that bro. Every time. And he got that spin, too. I'm like, man. You see, that's oh, yeah. because he got, that, he, he got the fat boy. Yeah. yeah. All the yeah. fat boy got the spin. You know, <laughs> like, sure. I had the fat boy spin. So the spin he is got that. He, bumped, he booty bumped you a little yeah. bit with the spin, and <laughs> For, you can't do nothing with it. You can't do nothing with it, bro. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, for you one on Kyrie? ones, you and Kyrie, I beat Kyrie. Kyrie good, but it's a certain way you got to play Kyrie. You know, and after playing with him and seeing him play other people one on one, you study. I studied him. Yeah, um, but me, him, and Shumpy just play one on one a lot. I think that's what got our individual defense up. Yeah, he got, got he got the arsenal. I'm not gonna hey, lie to I you. I be telling people all the time, like he got the. The, he got the the craziest handle in the game for sure, yeah. and the craziest below the rim finish game. Yeah, like layup package. Other other than like crazy athletic ability as far as dunking and finishing at the rim, he's for me between between him and like a almost like a, a Catino is like toughest people to guard ever because he got everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you tall, he's going to take you outside. He's going to shake you to death. If you small, he's going to take you in the post. Yeah. He, can hit, he can shoot the mid-range. He shoots the three. All, both of them off the dribble and stand still. He's 90% free throw shooter. Finish at the rim. Left hand and right hand. Like, what you going to do? Nothing. Get on this bus. We take everybody to school. We're going to take everybody. Like, we just going to watch. Like, come on. I'm like, man. I remember I played Catino the first year. I'm like, yo. This dude is giving me the blues. Bruh, it took probably about the first year. Like, my best friend, every time I played him, he would have to tell me, don't let him strip you. Because you know, like me, oh, when you, yeah. when you, I used to punish people straight, pop, 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 pop. So, Cat, he's he smart. Mm-hmm. That boy used to take all of it. Boom, boom, I'm hitting him, I'm hitting him as soon as I go to turn. So, as soon as I go to turn, a little flick, just flick it out, I'll be hot. He didn't punish me. I feel like he was personally responsible for me taking my post game like to the next level to where like yeah. okay now I'm about to show you little dudes y'all can't just wait right. for me to turn like he was the one who made me now when I turn I'm keeping this thing here and mm-hmm. if you come I'm blowing your whole oh, face for off sure. you're not gonna come in yeah. there because now your face gonna get <laughs> but like face, chest, I'm taking here, all this like, boom boom he'll poke it he'll do all this then he stop trying to like when I'm punishing him, like, all right, now I'm, I'm just step back off and mm-hmm. let you touch him. I was like, all right. He made me figure out a lot of stuff. James Harden got a lot of stuff, but if he go and have a session with Catino Mobley, oh, some of the stuff, I goodness. see stuff that Catino used to do with that left now. hand. Still do it now. James For add sure. on to it. Yeah, yeah. still, I've seen There's it in Big Three. Still, big three oh. still he, he oh. the real life Uncle Drew. All yeah. the gray, gray all hands, the gray hair, and everything. You played with a lot of bucket getters and Kyrie's, the. AIs, uh, Mellows. Who is somebody that when nobody expected be like, man, that boy there is a walking bucket getter, but he never got the chance to. He, everybody don't see it how you see it. Like, man, he a walking bucket that getter. The world wouldn't that probably. The world know. wouldn't probably know since you played with the ones that the world know. Who was that one that, like, maybe in high school or, or you know, just coming up that you knew just like, man, it's man. My favorite player of all time, Dewan Wagner. Far, what? Far favorite player. Dewan Wagner scored. I see you. You from that fifty era, in Nike camp, Dewan Wagner scored fifty at Nike camp. Three pass rule. With no, nah, this, this they made the three pass oh, rule. I was there. This man went off for fifty, and a, after the game, they was like three passes before you shoot. <laughs> Changed the whole game of like Dewan Wagner. That's yeah. what I said. That's what I told you last time. Nah, he did. He said that was the thing he brought up. If like, he ever would have got a chance to play, he was when he when they did play, he was scoring twenty five to thirty points. Easy, easy. And it was a strong had, had combo. athleticism. He was a strong like, he combo was a, guard. He was oh, out there looking like he was like, like a bigger AI. Or or he was like right. a bigger AI. Yeah. He was coming like he was off the yard like with the braids. Like I'm like man. That Straight from Camden, uh, New Jersey. I used to be in Tough as nails, too. Every time we played 76. That's why I'm saying he seemed like he was off the yard. He wanted all the <laughs> smoke. He was, he was at a project every time we played the 76. Yeah, oh, right across the bridge in Camden. Right across man. the bridge. He'd be over that joint like, man, where we going? The thing I loved about him, too, like, not only the player and the person he is, 
but he took everybody with him. I used to go watch him play, and I, when I tell you, it seemed like all of Camden was in that gym. All of them was in there. All of them was in there. I don't care he where he playing at, New York, Philly, Jersey, wherever he going, they got school buses of the people. The whole Camden. The whole yeah, Camden man. coming. Shout out to Juan Wagner, man. That's, that's my, that's that's my, my guy, sh- man. Man. We used to walk in Project Housing. He was like, man, everybody door open. We know each other. Yeah. <laughs> we like cousins. Whole project. For <laughs> sure. We got this game. Well, it's not a game. It's a segment. A little part that we like to do called Better Today or Better in the 90s. So better in the 90s or now. The handshakes and stuff the players doing on the court. Oh, no. It's way better now. They way better way now. Way better now. <laughs> hey, I would. Hey. I think Way I back. think the whole population was upset when Cameron Payne got traded from OKC. Oh man! I used to I love enjoyed. that joke. I literally used to be impressed. Like yeah. yo. Y'all yeah, was just going all the way all in right way, now. Like, yeah. with, like I had to believe it. It had to be some type From of handshakes like, improv, to dances, like just off the top of the head. They had to have somebody coming up with that. Ain't no right. way y'all two coming in every day. Nah, we're going to do this. Hey, they and was doing do And this. it was a whole like, year. They, they was killing was, that joke. <laughs> I remember the, I was watching that joke one day. Charlie Villanueva was playing Dallas. Yeah. Stood in the middle. Russell was like, nah. Get out of my way. Nah, excuse me, bro. Yeah, still doing it there. Yeah, still hey, doing it. Hey, hey. Gotta love. Hey, I'm telling you, Westbrook is I my favorite Westbrook. player, nah, bro. Sure, Just nah. because of the way, like, the, the nastiness, yeah, the, the, the bro, like, I don't care. He, that man said something in the interview. When I get out on the court, it's me against everybody. I was like, Okay, I'm still rolling like, like this. Is yeah, like, and then he had, a, you know, somebody made him clarify. Obviously, it ain't me against my teammates. I'm like, okay, cool. Okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, man, I, the place is me and the wait. ball. I was like, but no, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, haircuts? Better now or in the '90s? '90s. These dudes' cuts right now is going <laughs> crazy, bro. It's 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 out of hand. What's a little nappy head, bro? And a lot of the stuff they're doing is emulating the 90s now anyway, in a way. But yeah, not the nappy head stuff. Yeah, like, our parents ain't stuff G for that. We nah. can't come outside while they looking nappy, like that. Man. That's the style. I'm going to the barbershop 7 a.m. with Pops like, yo, come on, we going now. Bro, I got school. <laughs> no, we going now. You better get a cut right before school? For sure. <laughs> you going to go over there. Yo, that joint sleep. Better in the 90s or now, R&B music. You thinking too long? Nineties. That was too long of a thought. No, I was, I was, I was it's trying really to. There's no R&B music right now. Yeah, I was trying to think like, what? Well, who's the? Right. It's like everything got to have a rapper. Breezy was all... Jaquees. Jaquees is a problem. Though. Can't Jacquees, go on Breezy. Jaquees. He, he, hey, he might be right now. I mean, he's a, who else is really going? Who who else is going? Trigger, Trigger, Trey. I ain't heard nothing from Trey in a minute. That's my man too. I ain't heard. I got. I need some music, Trey. Miguel, Miguel he, rock. He, he rock when he ain't enough music. Yeah. I feel it's like hard to beat that voice like to man, Keith Sweat. That's what I'm saying. It's no that. longer yeah. like you Jodeci. don't see. You can't come you can't, out with an R&B. SWV. As an R&B what? artist, you don't see them come out with just straight. TLC. Every dude that come out with an R&B album, he's going to have like three features with like rap dudes on it. Oh, like, you sure. won't get a straight R&B no, album. No, Just all R&B. Like Donnell Jones, you just bump out crankers with... Front to back, Jaheim. no features, no no. David you know what I'm Only features might be a single or something with them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Do it, but like now everything gotta be like you gotta have a club banger. You gotta have a stupid yeah. bass beat and all that. You gotta have it's hip hop. Like hip-hop. even Drake, Drake had that one out what two he had two two albums in one or something like that. He had one singing and one he rapping. Ain't missed and he yet, was still bro. he no. it don't matter. He ain't yeah, missed no. yet. He could put whatever like I don't. People got opinions and all this. We had these debates and everything. People opinionated about him. Not look here, bro. The kid ain't missed. So let me let me ask y'all this: Is Drake in y'all top five? Or what? Rappers. Rappers. That's a. That, I mean, that's a. That's a different point because I, I no, feel no, like he's mind. not just. I feel like he got he got kind of like a rapper and singer type thing. It's not just like he a rapper. He's not right. in my top. Like five. he he's like musicians. Like he called. He like, definitely like just. You know what I'm saying? But he ain't missed. Whichever no. way you want to put it. Rapping, he singing, he hits. ain't missed. I'm talking about just albums. I, I I don't know an album that I can't listen to that he got. 
I agree. In some type of way or form or fashion, like yeah. I could listen to every I album you put I out. I really appreciate him. Like I can, I can kind of listen to it with not. my kids, and it won't be. It won't be cussing and right, right, stuff. Right, I, can, right. I can still get my rap and and my you could play he, like he one of the dudes that like he can he can go across a lot of different settings. Like yeah. he, you can play him at the park, at the barbecue, at the show. Like say with the kids, you can play. He could sing along. You could play him with the girls. The girls gonna rock with him. You like he he can go with a lot of different moods. So yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, t- he he cover a lot of bases. Better in the '90s or now? The NBA. Period. 90s. The money? Was <laughs> it the money? Uh, I got his own money. Put, yeah. I mean, you put his own money. In, yeah. But as far as the game, I think the game is better in the 90s. Because yeah. I don't want to. Uh, me personally, I don't want to see nobody scoring damn near 200 points, bro. That's crazy. Now, you want to know yeah, what I like, man. though? What I like that's different now as, as far as comparison in the 90s to now, I feel like in the 90s, like fan bases had their teams for like seven to eight years. Yeah. Like when you had like you yeah, know players we had, going everywhere. We saw right. Isaiah Dumars and Vinny Johnson and yeah. that whole group for like ever. Forever. You saw bro. Otis Thorpe, Hakeem, and all of them, and and Kenny for sure. Smith forever. Right. You saw James Worthy and Magic them forever. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like you Facts. saw like uh, I feel like that's long gone. Like, yeah, but it's like it's to the point that Harrison Barnes gets traded in the middle of the game. In during during the, the game. game, you in the game they come out, they sub you out like, oh, all right, yeah, cool, I'm gonna get this break. Hey, bro, I just want you to talk. We we traded you. So what? so first of all, I was thinking about that. Me and my my boy talked about. It. I was like, yo, I'm torn. I don't know whether I would have got up. Got dressed, came and sat in the crowd and got me a Bud Light and enjoyed the game. Like, what do you do in that situation? They say he, uh, they say he knew before the game and he, uh, he just chose to play. He knew it was a possibility that that was going to happen, so he chose to play. And yeah, I mean, if it's a possibility, I'm definitely going to play. It ain't, gonna, it ain't he just, no guarantee. He decided to like, play it all the way out with his team. If, if they trade him, he was going to do it. But he shouldn't have played. He should have did I like wouldn't, a, and yeah. other teams should have held him out like they do they doing that, players. Like they shouldn't have allowed him to play. That's right. what was That's crazy. Different. That's right. crazy. Like if you know for a fact that you are right here almost completing the deal, you supposed to pull that man. Right, for sure. You supposed to pull that man. But like, these the same people who, who cut you let you practice and all this other stuff, it didn't cut you. Like, you knew I was cut before practice. You just needed an extra body. It's person, too much You just want that. a person to be real. Yeah, just like, be real with me. Day, I can't, is, I can't do nothing is. about it if that's the decision the organization made. But what's what's so hard in you coming and hollering at me and just being a man or just telling me to my face, like, what it is? Right. That's my only thing with the league, like, with people. If you're going to put somebody in that position of power, Give put somebody in a position of power who is confrontational because that's a confrontational spot. There you you go. gonna be in some confrontational positions. Don't put somebody who's gonna sit there and avoid me when I ask you a question. Because what you said is the perfect thing. That is a confrontational position to for be. sure. You yeah. can't have somebody in that position who like oh, I don't want to. I don't avoid. Nah, you no. gotta have somebody in that position who's gonna be transparent and shoot straight and 100%. always tell the truth because. At the end of the day, we all gonna respect the truth. The truth right. is what it is. It can't be changed. Danny Ainge, you ain't, Pat don't, don't shoot the. You know what I'm saying? Don't For shoot sure. the messenger. Danny Ainge, Pat don't Riley, shoot the man. messenger. It's the truth. I can't change it up. And you want me to lie to you? Or you want the truth? I'm gonna deal with the truth and be be straight with yeah, that every facts. time, no matter how brutal it is, no matter you kept straight it. It could be the worst truth ever. As long as you telling else. me, I'm good. Yeah, all that. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. Telling me, hey, we could talk later, then you be gone, or right. you be busy, or you can't talk. Like, nah, bro, just talk. Just You shouldn't be in that position if you can't do that. For just sure. Just like that's the perfect thing. A hundred percent. It's too much of that in the, in, the, in the game. Like, in the situation I'm in with the, with the Cavs right now, I'm obviously absent from the team, and it's like, all right, if y'all, first of all, y'all didn't want to tell me this. Mm-hmm. You called my agent when I was just at the gym to tell him this week. <laughs> like, bro, I was just, you just see me. I practiced. It, it kicked everybody ass at my position and everything and doing all this. But y'all want to lose and get picks and all that. All right, cool. No knock against that. That's what y'all want to do. That's what y'all want to do. But don't knock me for wanting to win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's cool. To, like, if that's the way you want to go and as an organization and all of that, cool. Let that be that. But 
you could have told me this. You know what, man? I don't want to put you in this position. What you've done for us and this team and what the team's done for you in your career, whatever, whatever, do we, it's best for both parties to step away until we work out a deal and da, da, da. Me telling you that. You know, I can respect that. No problem. Absolutely. Cool. You gonna call my agent and then tell him to tell me when you just when I just seen you? Be like two seconds. You talking about hey, what's up, man? You ain't you looking good. Everything's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Look like you're in good shape. You know? Right. Yeah. It's it just. And then they say that's professional. Right. Oh, you got to be professional. What's professional what's at this professional? point? But the thing, sure, and then the man. thing that this is the part though. The thing that makes you like. What did you think I was going to do something to you if you told me you thought I was going to beat you up? We're not about to fight. That's the problem with men as a species. We don't communicate with our problems. Yeah. A, a female can have a problem with a female and sit there and tell her everything she got a problem with. Right. And she can accept that and say, well, well I got a problem with this, then, and the third. Man, it's got a, oh, I'm, man, what's up? All right, what you trying to do? You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, bro, it ain't nothing personal. It's just how I feel. You know what yeah. I mean? You cannot like me and I cannot like you. Trust me, it's, Three billion other people on this planet right, that I can right. get along with perfectly. I don't have to be friends with you. Right. At the end of the day, this is my job. Yeah. And I understand this is your job. But in your job, I feel as though you should be honest with me, just like I'm being honest with you. Yeah. If I can't, if, if I feel like I can't play tonight and my, my shit hurting or whatever, whatever, I'm going to tell you, I can't listen. And as, as hard as it's going to be for me, because I'm, that's not who I am and not how I grew up playing, look, dog. I don't want to put the team in a bad position because I'm going to be out there limping and all this other shit. Nah, me, me knowing me, I'm going to do it. But at the same time, I'm not going to put y'all through in no bad situation to where you losing the game that we going might end up needing at the end of the year. You know what I'm saying? Word. Just, like, it's, you lose respect for people. You know what I'm saying? Because you respect everybody. You show right. respect to everybody because you give respect because you want to have respect back. But then when people be doing just... Sneaky, shicey stuff, it'd be like, I lose all the respect for it. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you lost me there, bro. Because yeah. I, I respect you enough to sit here and tell you to your face what it is. Right, right. You should respect me enough to, regardless of what it is, tell me like a man, and I can respect that. And 100%. Move on from it. Yeah, that's how, that's how I was raised, man. My daddy taught me, you look a man in his eye, you always keep eye contact. If somebody not having eye contact with you, they don't respect you. Right. Or if you're not looking at them, you disrespecting them. So for me, my situation in Orlando was basically the same way. I'm in training camp, you know what I'm saying? I see him, seeing y'all people every day, and y'all did basically the same thing. That's like, I'm going to call him because maybe if I talk to him, he might, he might slap me up in here or something. Right. I don't know what you think going to happen or whatever yeah. it is. And then, like you said, from you go from there to now, I'm going to avoid you. I'm going nice, to I'm oh, literally be side-eyeing and like, oh, shit, here he right. comes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Literally be doing that and For then sure. trying to avoid you. Like, come on, bro. Like, you, we, we all men here. That's the worst, though. When you know he trying and to you avoid know that he you, avoid like, you and he looking can, and he... I'm in the gym lifting and I see you walking by. I speak then, to everybody. Yo, what's up? What's good? What's up? Whether you like me or not, I don't care. Still speak I'm to I'm still you. speaking. Yeah. Like, that's just who I am. I'm in there lifting all I can see Right. Or see like, you come bro, and hurry up and turn around and go say, the other way like, oh, he in there. I got like, I'm about to ask you for money or something, bro. Like, what you <laughs> Dead serious, bro. Like, for real. Just like you said, people like that, that ain't the job for you, bro. No, That's not, not at the all. job. Those are the, those are the teams and the organizations that don't be getting it right and to be having all type of craziness because you got to have them people that's in those positions going to be steadfast and strong about what your organization represents, and they're going to represent it the right way. Because right. once they don't, it's a trickle effect. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, one of the best organizations I've been a part of with Miami, and that's because it's straight up and down like 6 o'clock from top to bottom. And when I tell you, like, <laughs> it ain't going to be no argument with me and the trainer or me and the equipment guy or me and this guy because they all going to tell you the same thing. You got a problem with the way things go? It's an open-door policy up there with Pat. Go talk to him. Right. And I'm as you can see, it don't time. matter who came through the door, from Shaq to LeBron is. to whoever. It is what it is, and they, they, they are the way they are, and that's why they're a great organization, mm -hmm. because we're not going to bend or break for nobody. You know it. We all know it. We all done been there. When you bend and break for one, somebody looking at you like, why you let him do it, though? Right, like, right. but you let him, you know what I'm saying? You know it. You know mm -hmm. it. And they don't bend or break, bro. And that's why they get the caveat and they get respected and they get the results they get. For sure. This right here is a good question for you because this is crazy. We asked this question to, you know, our other interviewers and uh, you actually played with these two people. Right. Who had the biggest influence, impact, AI or LeBron? Like on culture. On the culture? Coach culture. AI. 
AI. AI. And he was quick with it. Yeah, yeah, it was. We, 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 we a said lot of that people too. like we, nah. we had to think about it a little bit. Think about it, didn't really know. Nah, but from where I'm, where if, I believe I, we come from, and yeah. the impact AI for sure. LeBron is more globally. Yeah. Of and that's partially because of where the game has gone. That's why I, I, right. my comment, my follow up comment was to be if 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 AI came along in this same social media time, it ain't even a conversation. But I mean, and then the, then the difference is like what LeBron has done as far as like impacting the kids, as far as building schools yeah. and putting them through school. Like that's on a whole nother planet. For but sure. Just, just as far as like a basketball. Yeah, just just as far as like their impact without dealing with what they did with charities or just their impact yeah. of them. They are changed clothes for us. Truly. They had, to, they had to put a rule in because everybody was trying to dress like AI with jerseys, do rags, braids, tats. People, and people sleeves, don't know that it was kids wearing the, the sleeves. That came from AI. AI. Right. So wearing that sleeve. Or, right. And they look at it like, oh, oh, yeah, Brown wears a sleeve. Da, 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 da. No, he he, AI was wearing that sleeve. AI wore that and that's sleeve why LeBron wears it. For sure. And that's and why everybody else been wearing and it. And that's why I say, like, AI if, if, if they had that, if he had social media then, like, the fact that he was supplying so many prisons with his shoes, yeah. like, people don't know that. That's not, yeah, like, right. just general knowledge that everybody knows. But they don't want to put that out about AI. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because it don't fit. To some, he's bigger than MJ. For sure. Yeah. Like, true story. He's to some, a, from where we come from, to some, legend, he, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, for everything, the, for the all of his like imperfections and all of his infractions yeah. and everything he went all through, people love him somewhat more so because they can relate to him more. He doesn't right. seem like this perfect figure. Yeah. It's like, he's a lot like me. I mess up sometimes, but you know what I'm saying? Like, right. so people can relate to that. It's crazy because that's why I have the following and stuff I do because people feel like they can relate to me more than they can to a Bron or a Melo because you can't really in a sense you can't touch them if you mm-hmm. the average person you can't touch them you can't go like this I can't yeah. go like this to LeBron I can't right. go like this to to Melo you see me walking down Fifth Avenue by myself like yeah. what's good right you know what I'm saying that's why I get the love just, that I get yeah like you can't people. some people you just way more relatable now that doesn't Make me higher, or lower than the yeah, standard, they or whatever just feel like it is. You're more realer. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just feel like I can relate to him more. I guess it's depending on who you was. So we definitely want to give a big shout out to my man Swish coming through, aka Team Swish, aka the Henny guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Came out to New York, my man jumped down with us. Y'all just tuned in to another one, the Knuckleheads. Check us out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Download, subscribe. We out here. We getting it in. Knuckleheads. Yeah.